yeah, so today on Rally Banter, we got Ben Klein, Jeff Kral, and Adam Loptek, joining myself, Jim DeBrock. Um, we had someone email us through our SoundCloud account about a topic that we're going to discuss today, but before we do that, Jeff's got a little PSA for you. And boy, do I ever. <laughs> um, so we just launched a nice little marketing site for a project that we've been working on called UMAP, and check it out at umap.io, Y-O-U-M-A-P.io, and that'll be in the show notes, so be sure to check it out, and from there you can get a little bit more of an idea. There's a couple little short videos, animations, what have you, and blurbs that will kind of explain the project and what we're doing a lot better than I will be able to over the air. So check it out, and then at the bottom, you can actually sign up and receive updates, and uh, if you're lucky, as we roll it out to more and more cities, you might get invited to the beta, no promises, um, but we are trying to get more and more users on there uh, as we get more features and kind of keep rolling it out. So uh, at the very least, check it out and sign up, get some updates. Do it. All right. So... Uh, we got a message here, and uh, I'm going to paraphrase a little bit. Uh, an anonymous message. We'll keep them all anonymous. So if you want to write us in, slander your art directors, creative directors, what have you, uh, we'll probably read it on air. There's a good chance of that. <laughs> we'll keep you anonymous, though. Don't yeah. worry. And also, Ben's kind of fighting a little bit of a cold. but Yep. That's why I might sound weird. Congested. More weird than usual. Yep. <laughs> Just a little bit more weird. So um, this anonymous listener writes in and says uh i want to talk about dribble comments i've been trying to write constructive and good feedback but about one third of my comments get deleted people just want to have nice and clean comments all the time i even got threatened a couple times via personal messages for posting feedback and uh that's pretty much it so he's talking about dribble comments he's trying to write good constructive feedback there's a few expletives in there i self-edited we got an explicit rating on our podcast. Yeah, we do. We try to only exercise that for dramatic purposes, though. We, we like to exercise that. Yes. Just yes. us. Not the <laughs> listeners. They cannot have that privilege. No, no. Fucking no. right we do. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Has anyone had that? Has anyone? So I think he's talking about he's trying to leave feedback on someone else's project or post, and that owner deletes their comment because you have that control, I believe, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I've never actually had that happen to me, although I don't really spend a whole lot of time writing well, <clears> constructive <throat> feedback on Dribble. But uh, you've never also, you've never deleted somebody's comment because they're writing constructive feedback either, right? Well, just gyms, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we, all, we, all, we all delete gyms. This <laughs> is sick. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. I'm gonna, love how this turned I'm, out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start deleting so all, clean. All, the, all the comments like, this is sick, nice one, like all of the comments except for the constructive ones. <laughs> well, then, You're not, then there's, there's, there's no comments. comments. <laughs> no comments. Um, so let's... Let's kind of start there, I think, a little bit, talking about comments. Has anyone had that happen to them? Have, have you left a comment and known that it's been deleted? I, I feel like, no, I can't I can't remember in recent memory. I can, but I can't remember specifics behind yeah. it. Yeah. And to be honest, like just seeing the comment culture in Dribble kind of discourages me from commenting because it all oh. fe- feels sort of, you know, like the, like the person, person says 
it doesn't seem like people want that. You yeah. know, nobody's going out of their way to give like valid critique anymore, which no, I think what, was is, uh, the anymore though is interesting because the early days of dribble, it actually was very, people were really spending like a good amount of time, including myself, like commenting on other shots, like of, and giving like real feedback, which I thought was awesome. Yeah. Like that was a time when the community was a little smaller and it became less about like showing like it was less about like this highly polished shot and more about like, what are you working on? Yeah. There's challenges there of course, because, because, you know, dribble seems like it's a little bit of a victim of its own success. You know, like it's now a very popular network, which means like everybody, including clients and product managers, teams and brands, they're all on there. And so they're very sensitive to anything that gets posted. And like, so, works in progress don't get posted nearly often enough and so that's now this really shiny shot when something launches Mm -hmm. and then you just get comments like good one nice sick and it's just like yeah this is all useless and you heard it here dribble superstar ben klein says dribble's a you know victim of its own success i i love i love dribble oh yeah like (laughs) rally has a lot rally has uh you know, a lot of rally success, I think, in awareness in the early days came from dribble. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think um, you're wrong. I think there it, it it has gone away from this concept of bouncing ideas around dribble. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, and, and more of just showing polished work. And and for me, I kind of like teeter this line where I'll have some people show me their work privately through like a Slack channel or something, and I'll I'll give feedback that way because of this, you know, ideology that you only need to like post polished work now. So once his, once their shot is live, like maybe I'll do like, I'm not saying a pity comment, but like, Oh, I love where this came. You, you really, Oh, it. you're part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, just, I, I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily think so because there's, there's very, um, viewable people, I, I guess high profile that get that all the time, but there's also a lot of people that have great work that don't receive comments at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like trying to balance that out. Like I'm, I'll never comment on anything you post, Ben, because you're going to get enough of those anyways. And I'm, I've already <laughs> seen it, you know, but there's some people that don't have that exposure yet and are yeah. producing good work and they might want some outside validation. Yeah, I mean, I but so the way I look at it is like outside validation is like isn't a like good enough or likes not good enough? You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta go in and be like, congrats, that's amazing. Like I don't I don't know. Like I feel like a like is the validation of like I like what you just did. If you're gonna comment, like maybe maybe try to be a little more constructive and actually you know not just do exactly what you did with the like and say, great job. It's like, I don't know. You can like it and then write the text like, like, and then post that. <laughs> so just, then they really, and then, know. and then like that comment as well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I remember <laughs> triple like specifically when I, I posted my like design, um, solve for interviewing at rally. Um, I got a lot of feedback, a lot of comments on like my description because it was probably one of the lengthiest descriptions I've ever written. And also just like the concept in general. And I got a lot of constructive feedback at the time. I just saw it as like, you're poking holes in it. But now, you know, 16 months later, I'm like, those were actually really great points that could have made that design better. 
and uh, I don't know. I don't. Where, where am I going with this? Well, I all I can say is that in 2010, you know, when I first got on dribble, circa it to I don't know exactly when. I'd have to go look at when my first shot was posted, but um, early, in the early days. People, generally speaking, and it, like the only people that I followed are people that I actually knew, like, I, like meaning knew, like the Salt Lake, like Minori, John Minori lived in Salt Lake back then, and like mm-hmm. he was on there, and so I followed him, and like you, Jeff, and like it was a very small little crowd. And I just remember that time people were much more open about like um, giving constructive feedback. And also, I was, at least me personally, I was throwing out work that wasn't even close to being done. Like, on the Canyon Country iPad app, one of the first products we ever did at Rally, I, for months I posted progress shots before that thing ever even fucking went live, you know? And it was this great little time where people weren't afraid to voice their opinion and people weren't afraid to, like, post stuff that they knew wasn't done or perfect or whatever, and they were and, and they wanted that those, those opinions. Yeah, like, yeah. I think to that point, um, as far as I can recollect... And correct me if I am wrong. The whole point of dribble starting was a 400 by 300, like 100% zoomed in, you know, nitpick pixels section. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some of the impetus of it was, you know, we're only showing a little section, so you can leave out the client name, you can leave out their logo, you can leave out a majority of their branding. But it's like, okay, I have this, you know, this little snippet, this paragraph, this copy, you know, this word in here, this texture on the background. What do you guys think about this? Zoomed in, just 400 by 300 pixels shot of this. Looking for some nitpicky feedback. It's still in progress. So if you give me feedback, I can actually implement it. Yep, yep. And back then, it was like share what you're working on. And majority of the shots were like zoomed in crops. Like a lot of my early shots were like zoomed in, 100% zoomed. Absolutely. Into a small little crop of a section. And I thought that that was really, you know, nifty, you know. And now it's 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 like I mean this I don't want this to turn into like ragging on dribble because dribble it's not dribble's fault you know it's that's what I mean like they're a victim of their own success like, yeah they're not doing anything wrong um, but it's turned into like the showcase the the behance showcase of the final beautiful product yeah. and like nobody n- just everybody love my nice nice beautiful product like I don't want to hear any negativity around it or any sort of cr- criticism over what I could have done better because it's already done. Do you, yeah. you know? do you think more designers having visibility um, on Dribble is kind of a, a compelling reason not to show like work in progress? Because oh, uh, your profile is so much more like accessible to being viewed by like a client, and maybe you're under an NDA and don't want to. I mean, that's that's definitely part of it. I mean, it's gotten successful enough that clients and brands are highly yes. aware of it. Because so. we've we've had to take down work for posting stuff that never launched you know i mean we 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 had to take down work for posts or stuff that did launch like when we launched an espn fc back in 2014 before the world cup you know espn asked us to take it down um and it was work that already went live yeah um so i do remember um because when i first got on job and i wasn't even like that early it was i think sometime summer or fall of 2010 so not even that early on dribble it's probably right around the same yeah time. well i got my invite from you okay yeah i don't think it, i was i was at we like small yeah. when i got on so we were working together when yeah. i got on so it must have been around the same time yeah and 
I remember it feeling like a designer's only kind of safe place where you could share stuff and not worry about clients seeing it or anyone really seeing it and just getting like feedback um, from people. And I was always like, I hope Dan Cedarholm gives me feedback. Maybe he'll (laughs) see it and validate me. Um, But, uh, you know, and for a long time it did, you know, feel like a safe place. And I remember the first time um, when I had my boss at the time say client saw the work on dribble. You got to take that down. You can't be posting that. Mm-hmm. And it came as a big surprise to me. Cause I was like, what the heck? Why are clients on dribble? Since when mm. did they even know about that? So, and then from that point on, it was, I had to really self censor what I put on there. It wasn't just like, I'm kind of digging where this is going. I'm just going to mm-hmm. take a quick marquee tool. Yep. 400 by 300 copy paste. All right. Upload to dribble. And it felt very effortless at the time. It felt like, I like where this is heading. You know, I'd like to throw it up there, see if anyone likes it or get feedback on it. But do you think the the whole hiring component and like being able to like hire designers and find talent now? Or, or I, I guess I, I'm not I think aware that of came that after the fact. Yeah, I think it I think it really just there is there became like an awareness, like dribble blew up and then all of a sudden clients knew about it. Yeah, they were and they were browsing it. <clears throat> they were browsing it. Um, right. So I mean like giving giving clients the ability to actually hire people on the platform rather than just letting them No, I mean I don't think that was it at all. It's just the fact that it got popular and clients started seeing it and started paying attention and they see like some of their work go up and go on the popular page. But that's what I mean, like um, showcasing more highly polished mock-ups because now you've got the potential of being hired off this platform no i think it's because like internal design teams like just were on there yeah. like because I, okay. I don't yeah it's because designers at brands were on there or you know um yeah like you know design managers at big brands were on there and so they're they're perusing that and if they hired somebody and they see that work on there and they're like oh shit this isn't supposed to be on here or like i didn't yep. get any they didn't tell me they were going to post this. And then all of a sudden it's like, uh, take that down, please. Right. I think they're just know. mad because the, those design managers probably didn't get invites to dribble in the early days. So they're just like, take this down or give me an invite. And, you know, invites were rare back Backlash. then. So. Is there anywhere online that you guys feel like that, that kind of uh, feedback does happen? Or is it all kind of moved into private Slack channels? Reddit. No. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't post anything. You, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't I don't think there's that same sort of special kind of safe place where that has a lot of people and is more or less publicly viewable but has protection through obscurity yeah. uh, like Dribble did for kind of a small window. Uh, That's really what it is. Like yeah. Security through obscurity. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reoccurring uh, theme. Yeah. And I don't know how you would go about building something like that because it, much like your beloved indie band in high school, eventually they grow up and become popular and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sell out. Well, not. No, I'm not saying that they sold out. It's just that they they became popular to a point where now clients are browsing it. I was gonna and, say the Cure never sold out, man. <laughs> And, uh, so I don't know. I don't know if adding a level of anonymity would help with that. I don't know if there's a way to do anonymous posts, but I think there's probably a level of ego that people want stroked where they want their name attached to it. Yeah. We actually joked about creating a platform that would pull in your dribble 
account and you would be able to give anonymous feedback. It was called feedback, by the way. But, but I think what Jeff's saying, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I'm not interpreting it, is actually different. It was like the people that are posting the content, yeah. were posting it anonymously. Oh, right. Difference. Right. Yeah, because yeah, then huge, they can, they can post you know, they're working on a project for whatever a client and they could be under an NDA and technically they're breaking it, but like it's anonymous. Like it could be anybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, and then, you know, you know, then it becomes much more, I think, you know, it, people might be compelled more to like really give constructive feedback. They don't have to worry about posting something because they don't have to worry about the client seeing it yeah. or knowing that they're posting it. But at the same time, like Jeff's absolutely right. Like I think, um, any social network, I mean, it just seems to be a theme. Like any social network is tied to like an ego of, of some, in some way, right? Like even if you're on like Facebook or Twitter or like Facebook, you post something and you're like, oh sweet. Like all my friends like this and shared mm. it. It's like, you feel good about yourself, you know, just silly little shit like that. Um, so I, yeah, I think it was just, it was early days, you know, I think the unfortunate part is getting back to like the topic is I don't think that should prevent people from like feeling like they can voice their opinion and give real feedback, you know? And on the other side of it, people that are posting stuff, like uh, don't post it if you can't deal with people having opinions about it. Yeah. Like for fuck's sake. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go through um, Jim's Ben's and myself dribble and click on our latest work and read, read some comments. I like this. I like this. Uh, so here we are, Jim DeBrock. The dribble name is episode transition. First comment. Wonderful idea, man. Smiley face. Ben Klein, four fire emojis. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to leave now. <laughs> uh, I burned myself. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Love this. All right. Let's move over to Ben's. His latest dribble titled request flow. I feel like we're doing slam poetry or something here <laughs> a little bit. Uh, first comment, good, nice, winky, and smiley. Okay hand, white skin tone. <laughs> good and clean animation, exclamation. Wow, wow, wow. Nice. Right. Super super helpful. Yeah. I feel like I can't even talk anymore. <laughs> that was the second comment on Jim's or fire emojis. <laughs> Uh, I didn't even bother to write any words. <laughs> <laughs> Comments as emotion. I didn't even. I didn't even plan that. I swear to God. Uh, I know. <laughs> it's amazing. That was uh, uh, yes. All right. Here's here's my latest dribble post. UMap intro animation and launch screen. Uh, I think I wrote like 500 words uh, explaining the launch screen and first comment clean. <laughs> I actually. The second comment is actually legitimate feedback. Nice. I think the gradient over the map texture keeps giving me the optical illusion of movement. Like there's a slow Ken Burns pan and zoom happening. But when I really look close, it's totally still. Great effect. We got rid of that now. Yeah, that's no longer in there. No, that's the latest. That's the latest launch screen. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, 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 I thought you meant under the tab bar. Yeah. And then below that, there's another okay hand white skin tone. (laughs) There's a popular one, I guess. Yeah. I mean, it kind of gets back to something I was thinking about before we came in here, which is like sometimes the problem is when you're getting comments from people online, like 
they're not investing in like the idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like very often when like Jeff shows me something for the first time, like if it sucks, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. But usually like I look at it, you're, you're a smart guy, you're a decent designer. Like you show Debatable. me something and I'm like, this looks pretty good, man. And it's, it's often not until like I'm building it mm-hmm. that I'm like, okay, wait a second. Like, you know, where is this, like, where is this piece of functionality? Like, did we forget this? Or like, this thing actually doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, I feel like there's a kind of deeper level of like engagement. Mm -hmm. I mean, and this is me as a developer, like, you know, I kind of don't care about some of the, the, you know, if you're looking at a 400 by 300 pixel, there's a lot of visual feedback that I don't give a shit about. Yeah. It's like, oh man, like the the you know, you've got that that icon like so crisp and it looks good like I I mean that's In, good. Until I sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, go for uh, it. I was gonna say I think until there's like an envision type like interactive component of dribble, you're only gonna see static stuff and it's only gonna be kind of like focused on visuals and layout rather than how does it work? How does it feel? Like, really are, we, feel? are we talking about the next generation of designer networks right now? Maybe. <laughs> could be. Could be. But I, I'm just saying it's got like, four Bs. It's really it. hard to critique interactive work, and I'm not trying to dis- discount like all the the great print and like typography stuff that comes up, or hand like calligraphy that comes up on Dribble. But like when you're critiquing interactive work, it's really hard to give constructive feedback when you're looking at a static 800 by 600. Yeah. So one of yeah. the things that I think is a valid, we've got the uh, cleaning crew coming through. Um, Friday lots night. Of noise. Yep. Friday, Friday night, night chit chat. So one of the things I did want to bring about is the state of interactive design in 2010 is different than the state of interactive design in 2016. And how much of that has to do with Dribble was a tool created for feedback and nitpicking for interactive design or whatever you want to call it in 2010. And it's kind of how much has that changed from, you know, just think about that's what circa iOS four. So, you know, we're talking about bevel and emboss. We're talking about leather stitching. Mm-hmm. We're talking yeah. about yeah, the, d- the details were much more like people geeked out over the yeah. tiny pixels. Yeah. So how that's much of that changing and kind of the state of where this industry is changing to being more about like what Jim is saying about how does it work? How can you tell like the flow that you're going through? You know, there's only so much an eight megabyte GIF can really demonstrate. Mm -hmm. And usually it's more about flair than anything. Um, So I don't know. I think that's a valid thing and maybe, yeah. I I was going to say, I think I remember Eric posted some work that we did uh, in conjunction with Stance, and I feel like he got a lot of really great feedback and um, appreciation because it highlight, highlighted, like, an entire system. Like, there was so much attention to detail that went into – I mean, that shot was literally something he did as a passion project to hand off to our client. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, like, stuff like that I think goes a long way, but – um. Yeah, unless you're showing something that's uh, that you can interact with, like a 10-second GIF doesn't really go a long way. It looks great. It looks amazing. But you have no context of, like, what you're actually I, I mean, the big thing right now is, like, Dribble. It seems like there needs to be an either 
I guess in my mind, it's like, is there, is there, is there opportunity to have a platform where it's like, it is somewhat like envision esque yeah. where you're actually, you can actually, as you're going through a flow, you can actually put feedback like in line with what's happening, you know, yeah, that's actually like love this section. Also, you probably can't limit it to fucking gifts. Like maybe you got to have like <laughs> movies that you can upload or an actual mm-hmm. state, you know, you know, something you can tap through yeah, and give feedback. on. I think there are design tools out there like that, but you know, that's the thing is like dribbles in this world of like, it's not really about feedback anymore. It's sort of like another behance where you're just showcasing your work. Yeah. And you know, it's interesting because envision kind of does have that. It's just not public. You yeah. Know? It's yeah, exactly. It's not, it's, you know, it's just a private thing and right. you're part of a team. I have, I have seen some people though have dribble shots uh, that are just like a recording of an interaction and they link to a code pen or something. Yeah. You don't see that very often though. Cause it is more work yeah. obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, mean to, yeah, no, go on, uh, you know, to that kind of private public thing and the, the earlier discussion about clients starting to be aware of dribble and that reducing like the amount of in progress stuff, like, is the future of feedback online more private channels, less public sharing? You know, do I, th- I think constructive, qualitative feedback? Absolutely. Like you're not going to get that f- from just mass appeal. Yeah. Personally, I mean, maybe like, but the platform as platforms as they stand, I don't think support that kind of like. I, I think honest it, criticism. We st- kind of need it though. I think first people starting out, or you know, they're always looking for trying to figure out how to get into these communities. And if we take it all to private Slack groups, I think, I think overall that hurts. Oh, I agree. I mean, I yeah, don't, I'm not saying I, that you're, I, I, I don't think maybe. my career would be as successful as, you know, like the jobs that I've achieved without dribble, like dribbles giving me that platform to kind of allow myself to set my, you know, display my work and also have a platform to communicate with potential employers. So, I mean, maybe, it's interesting to think about, but it's like if Dribble had like a minimum uh, character count for a comment. Yeah, it's like you have to you have minimum 140 characters. So it's like, whoa! Get some inter- instead of a maximum, instead of a maximum, it's a minimum, and you get some interesting comments. Though. Yeah, I mean, I I remember when uh, when we put the beta site out, and you had some Dribble posts about that. I spent some time going through the comments. And, you know, basically what I did was I scrolled through and any comment that was one line, I didn't even read. Like, yeah. I don't care. It wasn't yeah. until I saw ones because there were there were like, some good ones. There were some yeah. good ones yeah. and people are like writing more. Yeah. I'm like, oh, here's a comment that yeah. I should pay attention to. Yeah. If you're just writing like nice, clean, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. you know, that's that's I not mean, useful. I've, so I, I think just, it'd be it'd be pretty interesting to like force that on a platform like Dribble, where it's like, yeah, minimum character count. What if they just the pad it with exclamation points or yeah. something? Yeah, I mean you're not gonna you're not gonna get around everything, but there's there's, there's still a bigger barrier there, you know. It's just writing looks nice. Yeah. Clean. So I think this is good to segue into maybe uh, what are advice for people posting on Dribble? What's advice for people giving feedback on Dribble? And then maybe even like what's some you know dreams, wishes, yeah. hopes uh, for Dribble. I think I think a good starting off point is if you spent less than two hours composing your Dribble shot, you're not doing it right. You wanna you wanna spend upwards of two hours composing your Dribble shot. Oh, I'm gonna straight flat out disagree with that. But 
That's just me. Well, let's disagree. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I think... Well, if what's you're your thinking? If you're spending... I, I love that you spending... took that seriously for one. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, because I feel like some people do do that in this office. Well, we've all, we've all... <laughs> <laughs> where's it, where's it, Eric? Can we it, get him on the phone? And it drives me fucking insane sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Finally, it's like, the joke has been seen. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, I remember someone making... Uh, 3D like phone mock-ups with with uh, National Geographic yeah, work fair. on it. That's so yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ben burned Ben's twice on his own topic <laughs> for fire emoji. <laughs> um, those, those fire emojis are just for burn. Hot, hot, burn. Hot. Yeah. Um, Ben's just gonna get that burned. tattooed on his shoulder. Apparently, yeah. I gotta get burned two more times on this before this episode. They're coming. <laughs> I'm waiting for it. Uh, so I. I do wish I did like that about Drupal, how it had this ease and I didn't feel super like censored. Had to spend time. Yeah. Doing, it like, was great to just yeah, be like marquee tool, 400 by 300, yeah. uh, move it around. All yeah. right, great. Copy, paste, upload. Great. Uh, and then get some feedback. If nothing happened with it, delete it a week later. It felt good. It's, mm-hmm. it's it was same, easy. This is a slight tangent, but I feel like the same shit's happening on Instagram where it's like everybody's just like got to spend hours editing their fucking photos when Instagram used to be just like post what you're doing, like right now, exactly yeah. what's happening. Now yeah. it's a different product. It's called Snapchat yeah. or Stories or whatever. But it's just, yeah, it's like every anytime there's lots of eyeballs, inevitably at some point it seems like people just like get all balled up and like, okay, I got to make sure that it's really fucking nice and I got to spend a bunch of time doing that. And I mean, it's it's interesting because like, I, I think Dribble circa 2010, you're totally right. Like, it was great to just take a screenshot. I say that like I was designing in 2010. But, you know, to, to get that and get feedback on a small little little portion. But if we're saying, like, now in 2016, so much of feedback is more about, like, interaction and flow and UX, like, maybe that, that gets back into, you know, a, a 400 by 300 static dribble shot probably isn't going to get you much useful feedback at this no. point, yeah. which, which goes yeah. into like, do we need dribble or something <clears throat> like it, you know, to be a more involved tool where you can share more stuff along the lines of yeah. an Envision prototype? I, th- I think that's kind of like, you know, what we're talking about really caters to digital and there is a lot, a lot of print out there. So it's like, how do you, how do you balance that dichotomy of displaying digital in its proper form and how do you display print in it in its proper form? You know, mm-hmm. I, th- I think those are two different, completely different yeah. ways. I think that's yeah. a really great point. Yeah. yeah. Um, Should we get back to what you were saying? We kind yeah. of blew that up. Well, yeah. so I, I think there is an argument to be made. Is this with dribble, Instagram, et cetera, as more people join the bar for quality gets raised and instead of sending, spending 30 seconds on a dribble shot. Maybe you're spending three hours. Mm-hmm. You know, there's definitely pros and cons. Mm-hmm. Jim is in favor of maybe three hours. <laughs> then <laughs> signing the paychecks, 30 maybe minutes. in favor of less than three hours. <laughs> uh, I, I think both are valid, but which do you think sets the poster up to get better feedback? I get, so mm, for better feedback? Right, yeah. Right. Interesting. That is interesting. So I the, guess... The higher quality finished polished items or the more this is just something in the progress. And is is the culture of the dribble community even in a place where you could 
post something rough and in so, progress. So I think you're you're kind of touching on a, a crucial point of like this discussion is what are people leveraging the platform for? Are they looking for feedback or are they looking for incoming work? Because yeah, I think a lot of it's kind of portfolio and show. It's showing becoming off. it's becoming portfolio. Like yeah. it is portfolio now. I feel like Dribble. The days of dribble and good feedback, it's like that. That, that, that like, door has been closed. This is fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. Four fire emoji around you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, sorry, I keep hammering on that. No, it's I think perfect. it's great. It is. It's amazing. Uh, oh, just four fire it, emojis. It comes from this a, is fine. It comes from a place of love. <laughs> Awkward. Um, and then the other thing is, any other tips for a poster posting on Dribble, like message or or? Uh, I think you have content. to ask for feedback in like. Yeah, I think that gets ignored. Even I feel yeah. like I've seen examples of people legitimately like, I need feedback on this, and they still get like, looks nice. Well, and that's the problem. I, I think one of my problems is I make my Dribble post like the associated text way too long, so mm. it's like. 500 words and in there I'm like asking for feedback about specific things and my first comment is always nice so yeah. I think to that point um, when I've asked for feedback I've always put like work in progress or something in the title mm. so it's kind of established that this isn't finished and I have noticed that I have gotten more like you know qualitative feedback mm -hmm. that way so maybe it's just like how labeling goes a long way it's the same as Instagram you have a dope ass fucking comment for your, your shot everyone's gonna be like that's awesome. Yeah. So actually, yeah. what if, and not to kind of jump around in what we're looking for, would it help if Dribble had a, like a check mark or a flag or something, work in progress, need feedback, and there was a different mm. section for I so like because that. They do, be something awesome. for, they do something for rebounds already. Why not kind of play up that? That same yeah. kind of badging system, you know. And what I mean? wonder how much rebounds even get used. I was going to say, does anyone do that? I, I do. Re so everything for UMAP, I rebounded oh. my last shot off the current oh, shot, i thought yeah. they had project buckets for that they do but like it was more of like showing where i came oh, from from my last shot mm -hmm. yeah so i wish mm -hmm. there was people were less afraid of rebounding and saying like here's how i would maybe do that or whatever and just kind of doing like rough kind of but then that's time and work you know that yeah. they have to yeah. do it, so. like so as far as like curating a dribble shot like i feel like as much as i can be a curmudgeon about if you spend hours and hours I think the challenge becomes like, um, I feel like it's it's a balance of like, if you're spending too much time curating the shot, like almost to the point where like, you're you're just making the shot like prettier than it actually is. Yep. It's not like, it's not even like the real essence of what this thing is. It's, it's literally like, you're just making it beautiful mm -hmm. to get more likes. That, just be aware that you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like yep. you, I think a lot of designers could take a very like, I don't know, just very simplistic shot that's typeset really nicely. And, you know, it takes like 30 minutes to design it and they'll spend like three hours or four hours animating it. And it's like, okay, that's fine. Like you're posting this just to like, it's the shot. It's not the actual content anymore. Yeah. It's like, give me likes on my, the production that I put into making the shot. Yeah. Not what it actually is. Yeah, I think so there's, there's just that there's that balance there. There's definitely like two things. It's like feedback on the actual work that I'm doing and the project that I'm working mm -hmm. on. And then I just want likes on this dribble shot or feedback on how I made this dribble shot. Right. 
Right. Um, it's tricky. Which I mean might not be quite as cynical as it sounds, just because like I'm I'm listening to Jim and kind of talking about how how that was a tool for you getting into the industry and making connections for the first time. I, like Ben, you know, Ben doesn't need these comments. Like Ben doesn't care. But you know, if you're a, a young designer, I, I mean, like, I'll be I'll be perfectly candid. I paid for like my last year of college through freelance because of Dribble. Like a lot of my extracurricular was that's paid, rad, and it, yeah. it was sick. And I would I will say, a hundred percent of my incoming freelance work was has always been through Dribble. It's never been through. My Behance, my LinkedIn, my personal site. It's never been through any of those things. Damn, and I got to get some dribble tips from and you. The, <laughs> and the irony of it from like a studio perspective is that we've only had one real project that's come through Dribble in the entire history of six years. That, and that's, but is that worth funny, it? You know? Is that does just having one make it worth it? Well, it's worth it because I think even though we're not getting – work through dribble directly there's an indirect correlation of having a presence on dribble there's awareness for our company so it's good in that way like i I, i'm not ragging i'm not trying to rag on dribble like it's great for awareness but in terms of like getting like for studios maybe we're an anomaly i'd be curious to find out from other studios like how much of the work is coming directly through like dribble inquiries i've worked at studios where about 80 percent of incoming work was through dribble yeah, and like that's that blows my mind because we've only literally one that I can think of that actually turned into like a real thing that we did came through Dribble. Well, if you're only doing years. one project a year, that'd be 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent So that's all relative. We're getting closer. I mean, a lot of doesn't a lot of that come down to like we've been hit up plenty of times through Dribble, but budgets don't really align, values don't really align. Like, sure, sure, yeah, yeah, that that. That comes through, of course, but um, I, I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. I think yeah. it's different for freelancers, and I think part of that is like freelancers can they since it's only one person, the budget it, it doesn't need to be a studio budget, you know. I, I also take that on. yeah, and I don't want to like go too far down this kind of studio dribble thing, but uh, and I wonder how much of it is clients do see our work on dribble, but they reach out through other channels. Yeah. 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 You know, because yeah. I think maybe for a freelancer reaching out through the dribble hire me feels more appropriate. Maybe. Yeah. Versus, uh, we want to hire a whole studio. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think you're right. And yeah. then that's the thing is I think the awareness is we have a huge awareness on dribble, but yeah, the actual like prod starting products off of an initial dribble inquiry is, is very, very rare. Yeah. yeah. So to bring it back, I actually just want to say kind of relating directly to the message we got. Number one, if you're posting on dribble, uh, I think we can all agree. Don't delete feedback. Yeah. yeah that's ridiculous. Uh, if it's inflammatory or offensive, feel free to delete it. Uh, you know, we won't cry over that for sure. But if someone's actually posting real feedback on your shots, you know, do what you can to at least kind of help foster that in the community because it probably doesn't take too much of that happening around uh, or spreading throughout the dribble community before it cuts off completely what little feedback there is already. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like th- if the product's already done and like you you can't implement it anyways or you don't agree with it, at least thank them for like taking the time to actually yeah. think critically about yep. what they're seeing. Like I think that's incredibly valuable. I think another big takeaway is like – um you know, presentation, not to kind of like backtrack, but 90, 90% of winning anything is presentation. And if you set up your shot and posture it for feedback, whether that be like some kind of indication in the title, you're going to receive that because you're kind of 
you're you're posturing the conversation around. I want feedback on this. This is not finished work. Yep. And put yourself out there. Be vulnerable. Yeah, like you know, it, it's great that you put all the work into making this great shot, um, but now take the time to exercise writing skills and like make something that people can kind of communicate with. And, and it's like, it's like asking for feedback from our clients, right? Yeah. We don't just go in there blindly. Yeah. We have points of feedback that we want them to touch on. And that's what we ask. We, that's what we talk about. We don't leave yep. it an empty canvas for them to just like, not you just know, what do you think shit yeah. all over. It's yeah. we are looking for feedback on ABC or because whatever. we've made other decisions and we're confident in those. Yeah. You know? So if you have problem areas, things that are questionable, like make those apparent within your comment. Focus the feedback. Exactly. Ask for specific feedback. I think that's good. Don't I'm, delete feedback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't I delete mean, it. And and to that point, it's like if if you're a post you know, post uh like good constructive critique, but make sure you're not being a dick because like you don't yeah. want to spend this time and get get your like comment legitimately, you know. It's mm-hmm. like this sucks is not you know, you're no, not being yeah, yeah. real yeah. like but on the same way, nice and cool is not. Yeah, you know. it's not helpful either. Yeah. And like, I I wonder, you know, there it's this whole question. Four fire like, emojis, though. That's, <laughs> that's helpful. Yeah, it, totally. It, it's like a compliment sandwich without the filling. Yeah. You know, it's just an ice cream sandwich with just those sandwich. Yeah, just the cookie bits. Yeah, the cookie bits. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's what, I'm sorry. I didn't mean oh, to no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think if, if you're putting yourself on dribble anyways, you should be open to feedback and personal attacks and like inflammatory comments aren't ever acceptable, but you know, we pride ourselves here on not giving compliment sandwiches. Like I know if you're giving me feedback, it's from love and understanding that this is for the project and the integrity of like the overall scope of what we're trying to deliver not because you're trying to hurt, like hurt my ego. Yeah. And also know? I just don't want to waste your time. Right. You like know? you've got shit to do. I've got shit to do. Like, yeah, there's yeah. better, there's better ways to spend your time. Yeah. And fortunately I feel like we're in a situation where there's usually more good than bad. So it's like, why should I point out all the good when it's just like, and also the bad's more noticeable sometimes, you know, cause it's like, what? not to say that like it sticks out, whoa, 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 back it sticks up. out no. like a sore, like a sore thumb. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's just the things that you think of to mention first. You're like, well, why is this over here? All right. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I think, so a lot of this comes down to kind of culture and a culture of getting getting critique, we certainly have that here. And like, I, I think back to, you know, my time in school when I was getting my design degree and, you know, I was super fortunate in that, like my degree program just created a tight knit group of people who gave really like really good critique. Mm-hmm. And I remember a, a professor suggested I take a typography class cause my type skills weren't that great, but it was outside of my program and I feel like every critique, I put something up and everybody in the class was like, yeah, that looks good. It's pretty good. I'm like, no, it's not fucking good. Like, give me feedback. Like, help me grow. And, and we have that in the, in the office. Like, we have that, that kind of thing. So my question is, like, how can we encourage that more online? Like, is, yeah. are there ways that you can pull that out of people aside from, well, I think your I, points about, like, labeling are good. If they had flags for that, maybe. Yeah. A different bucket, I think, would be yeah. awesome. Like yeah. rebounds. I I honestly just don't know how much rebounds get used. I don't I don't notice it all that much anymore. I think it, it also kind of, kind of comes down to altering your expectation of what you're going to get because, um, you know, basic basic actually talked on this this week on their podcast about how 
in the academic system, it's a lot of pussyfooting around. It's not like this is this is where you need to focus your time. It's it, in a in an academic classroom setting. There's no real feedback, and I think a lot of younger designers that are on Dribble are kind of looking for no negative feedback because that's what they're receiving mm. generally in person. Uh, little tangent. I don't know. That I just I speculate that that could be an issue. It's yeah. just like how we're teaching kids fundamentally from the beginning of like how to talk about their work. I feel like I had pretty good feedback in school. I'm sure everyone else's experience is different. I know like a lot of it came from my peers and it probably depends on like yeah, what kind of class you're going through or who <laughs> you your peers are. You had a lot are. of great passionate peers though. Yeah. I feel like you had a good class. You had a great class. Yeah. It was all right. Yeah. Um, but like, and actually that was one of my biggest, um, shocks coming out into the industry was having long discussions over concept and not so much about like, I mean, there would definitely be moments of talking about nitpicking and visuals, but like talking about concept and like, does this typography denote the right thing? Does it have like what kind of baggage comes with it, et cetera. And then coming out in the industry and, you know, a lot of kind of my early feedback as a junior designer being like, I don't know, more, more like wishy-washy, more surface. I don't level. like that color. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It's like, well, let's, let's have a, you know, a discourse on uh, <laughs> what color, what is color, you know? What does it mean? Exactly. So I think losing that kind of, and maybe that's too like highbrow academia, conceptual, blah, blah, blah stuff. But Cause I, I, there is like a balance there. Cause I, I, yeah. I totally get turned off when shit gets too highbrow. It's just like, really come on like <laughs> it's a fucking color you yeah know? like but at the same time it, it, it's not i don't want to discount it but it's also like i just have this this side to me that's like if you if it all it is is like this discourse and nothing's getting done then that's its own problem yeah like yeah, totally you gotta be uh, making shit so i wonder as as you know as a well-respected company on dribble you know uh, there were air quotes. <laughs> yes, I, I'm air quoting over here. I mean, is are there are there things that you think we could do to help some of the discourse on Dribble? Like, have you ever followed up with a commenter and like pushed them further and asked for like more I, more thinking? I've uh, I always try to follow up on comments, especially if they're they're good. I probably don't do as much like searching out and giving feedback. Some of it, I think, is also like you just don't know who the person is and you don't know how they're going to take it. Hmm. Um, but I, I'll straight up say I, I did, I've done a terrible job over the years. Of we that, should of, of like I'll like a comment with, that has good feedback, but I a lot of times I won't do a good job of like replying and trying to continue that conversation. Yeah. What we should do when <clears throat> when is this podcast coming out? Wednesday. Yeah. Um, the twenty third. The twenty third. So that's right before Thanksgiving. So we should give thanks to good feedback. <laughs> and uh, uh, hash, we should create a special hashtag and we'll all spend an hour giving uh, real feedback on Dribble. It would, it would also be an hour? Yeah. yeah. All I, of us in why the not? It's kind of like what Spec does with their, their all right, thing. Yeah. All right. I, I would be, I don't know if this would produce anything useful, but it might be an interesting experiment to when, when people give you like, you know, nice and clean comments to like push them further like follow what, up and say what's like nice, what's clean yeah what's nice what's clean what isn't working like tell me like tell me what you would change or like what you know like I, I try like and that. push people more i They'll like that challenging yeah i like the challenging of like all right cool what about it like 
come at me now. Like, yeah. <laughs> give it to me now. Like, what is it? Yeah. So, uh, hashtag feedback. Thanks. <laughs> That's uh, terrible, Jeff. Yeah. And <laughs> here's your constructive criticism. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so this Wednesday, November 23rd, 4 PM mountain standard time. I'm taking a pledge. So I'm going to spend an hour. An hour? An hour, yeah. Ben's, Ben's, Ben's looking not at his watch. He's right. looking at payroll right now, and he's talking an hour. What are you okay. going to be doing at 4 p.m. on Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Um, Probably okay. another one of those. Four fire emoji. <laughs> um, no, but uh, I, I'm, I'll do that 4 p.m. I'll join you. All right. We've got okay. two. Okay. Three, <laughs> sure, Adam. I know you I, have a dribble account. Hey, I've got a dribble account. No shots. So but look out. I'll get in there. Have you ever commented on anything? Yes. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> cool. It's not actually, many, and it's great to get Adam's feedback because, like, he's. I'm not saying visually declined. Not the the, the yeah. opposite of inclined, but uh, yeah. you know, he's got real like development, like building experience. Like, does mm-hmm. this make sense from like a pragmatic iOS? constraint i've become of. a lot more sort of ux focused you have yeah for the better you know if, if everyone could do me a favor right now and just put their phones really close to whatever speaker this is coming out of and just do just wait for it what is going on hey siri remind me next wednesday at 4 p.m to give feedback on dribble what was that again <laughs> oh damn <laughs> Well, hopefully it works. She on doesn't even understand feedback on dribble. I got get feedback on trouble. That's <laughs> close enough. I'll know what that means, right? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's a great way to to wrap up. Um, join us today. Yes, because this will come out on Wednesday. Actually, we're we're promoting something that's going to come out on Wednesday, and we're trying to do something on a Tuesday. <laughs> huh? No, we're doing it on Wednesday. 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 Two, we right? can't do it on Tuesday. Wednesday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. I already sorry. created the reminder in Siri. Yeah. Siri can't even undo that. <laughs> Disregard. So, right. yes. Cool. Join us. Done. Hashtag feedback thing.